time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And Vaughn, I tell you, what an interesting week this has been in BC politics, because we're going to start with this event that the NDP had put on in Nanaimo. And really, it was meant as a distraction, positive thing, because the former BC Liberals were becoming BC United that day. But boy, has this gone wrong. Yeah, the best laid plans. The government prides itself on its mastery of events and media announcements. They go to enormous difficulties strategizing these things. So it's kind of satisfying to see how badly sideways that one in Nanaimo went on Wednesday. So the premier goes to Nanaimo, which has been looking for a response from the provincial government for months to the crime problem there. And the big announcement, according to the press release, is the premier is going to announce regional hubs of prosecutors, probation officers, and police to deal with repeat violent offenders. That's the announcement. Now, the first problem they have is that they had already announced all this twice, including all the details. Uh, The most recent announcement all the details was March 31st. So this is a re-announcement, which is always risky. If you've got nothing new to say, the media might end up covering something else. In this case, they did. Uh, you had the Premier and the Solicitor General, Mike Farmer, going out to meet the public after the announcement. And there's a bunch of protesters there that are not happy at all, complaining that it's taken the government so long to respond Uh, People saying that they don't feel safe in the streets of Nanaimo anymore. And things really go off the rails when Clint Smith shows up. So he's the poor guy who was shot in the stomach. He said he was trying to recover his stolen property from a homeless encampment in Nanaimo. He runs an auto repair shop. He's just gotten out of hospital. Uh, He's had the staples removed from his surgery. And he confronts Mike Farnworth, and Farnworth has no choice to stand there and take it. And the cameras are rolling. And it ended up as the big story on the global TV news hour Wednesday night. It was not in the script. It was very effective. It brought home how difficult it is, the NDP's relationship with Nanaimo, And so much for message control. The whole thing went off the rails. Boy, it really did. And it was just an awkward situation because you can tell also how passionately, you know, Nanaimo residents feel about this. And I was thinking, Vaughn, this is the kind of stuff that goes, the kind of snowballs, you know? Yeah. The the problem with making announcements that you're going to solve complicated problems, and the problems are complicated, is you make the announcement, you get the coverage. They got coverage for both these prosecution teams on March 31st when they announced it. And you re-announcing, right? And the problem with that is, is uh, you know, news organizations do have files, they do have memories, yes. they do look these things up. And, and the other thing is um, that when you do public events, and sometimes political parties discover this during election campaigns, but sometimes they discover it before that, when you do public events, you really don't control the message ultimately, because events are partly determined by who shows up. So they tried to keep the media away as much as they could on Wednesday. This is another element of NDP message control. Now, the premier met with the Nanaimo Council to talk about this problem. 
closed-door meeting. The premier did a tour of Nanaimo with the local MLA, Sheila Malcolmson. News organizations tried to find out where they're going to be. We'd like to shoot it. We'd like to see it. No, it wouldn't tell us anything, right? They sent a government photographer along, paid by taxpayers, and those pictures of EB's tour of Nanaimo are posted online, and you can look at them. No media coverage. So you do everything you can to keep the media confined, and still you do not control what happens when... Well, Nanaimo is an NDP town, and people there have been waiting for weeks, if not months, for the government to take these problems seriously. And they didn't take them seriously. They didn't show up. And they finally show up on a Wednesday with really nothing new to say except, oh, a $75,000 grant for Nanaimo public safety programs. I mean, $75,000 is real money to the listener, the government doesn't even qualify as a rounding error. It doesn't begin to solve the problem. And there's a lovely irony in all this, Simi. <laughs> we talked about on that day how the government had made was going to yes. make five announcements to 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 one up and upstage the big BC United announcement that Wednesday evening, and it worked, just not the way the government wanted. The, con- the confrontation in Nanaimo led the news hour at 6 o'clock. BC United didn't make it into the news lineup until 6.15. So, yeah, they upstaged the liberal right? what you wow. wish for. Way to go. What a brilliant media management <laughs> team they have in this government. Yeah, that's why they have that, you know, Maximus, be careful what you wish for. So I guess if you're the opposition, you don't mind too much. No, no. I mean, look, the opposition faces an uphill battle, uh, redefining itself as BC United. We got the uh, fundraising numbers yesterday from Elections BC. The New Democrats are still raising far more money than what the party that used to be known as the BC Liberals. The Liberals, you know, <laughs> it's been six years since the NDP ended big money donations in politics, and the Liberals still haven't gotten over it. They still haven't been able to match the NDP at fundraising. So they've got a huge job going uphill. But, you know, some days um, you only only need to uh, let the government screw up and stand there and watch them do it, because some days that's enough. It's just a gift, some days. Uh, Let's also talk about this announcement yesterday that I know that the Premier was at. This was for the new school, Bayview Elementary, right? Yes, Bayview Elementary, this is another seismic upgrade coming, and the government is heavily into seismic upgrades, but the Premier gets asked about a promise. Uh, In the 2020 election, the New Democrats promised the new school, Olympic Village, that school catchment area, I don't know, one of the schools there is 179% of capacity. People have been waiting for it, and it was promised in 2020, and here we are, 2023. Um, E.B. was asked about the promise. He said, we're still committed to that promise. Yeah, it's the promise that's still there, Simi. It's just the school's not there. Uh, they're they're <laughs> oh, working the on it. They're going to do wanted. it. You know? So there's another media management challenge out there for the, for the Premier and the New Democrats. Because, again, as I said, you know, we struggle in our industry with staff reductions and audiences and listeners and readers. But... We do still have a filing system, and we do keep track of the things they promised to do that they haven't done yet.
Yeah, there's all these clips in Vaughn's office. I've seen them. Um, also, just very quickly, he got asked a lot about what's going on with the Vancouver School Board, too. Yeah, there's this strange story. Vancouver School Board, you know, a lot of institutions went online during the pandemic, and they've gradually, you know, re-engaged with the real world. Even I'm coming out of my command center and actually covering events in person again. And the school board has said some of their budget meetings you're still not going to be able to attend in person. You, you, you'll only be able to do it online. And, well, that's strange. Uh, it's really a problem for the school board. Premier got asked about it yesterday, and he said, well, you know, we believe in openness and transparency, he kind of sidestepped. And I thought, well, it's probably just as well David Eby doesn't comment on that, because if you want information from his government, you have to pay $10 just to apply for it, never mind how much it'll cost you to get the information. So pointing fingers at the Vancouver School Board, the Premier wisely just sidestepped the issue and left that one to the school board to explain itself, which is where the explanation belongs. Okay, all right. Thank you for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simi. That's Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun. If you want to weigh in, Simi at cknw.com.